Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Saving money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. Man, it's the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Is it, though? (laughs) It is. Is it? It it seems to be. I'm not a grump. I just there's something about the imagery of Christmas, the what it it does give me a lot of anxiety. I'm trying to get over it because obviously I'm very I'm I feel very happy I this know. time of year. I feel very thankful. That's because nice. of how we really had a nice second half of 2021, and I honestly sure. hope that our listeners also had a sec a nice second half of 2021. So. We did our best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but something about we were in this place in Seattle that had a full children's choir <laughs> every. <laughs> Weekend and I honestly like it was every afternoon, and I felt like I was in the satanic version of Home Alone Two. I'm Mm -hmm. sitting there trying to like I'm trying to like get lunch because they have a little bar there. I'm trying to get lunch, and they're singing the Christmas carols, and all I want to do is go, "Fuck you, hail the sweet blood of Satan!" Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to ruin everything. Everyone's sitting there going, "Do you think that that would Mm -hmm. represent your people well?" Or do you know. think that would be make you a actual news story on side stories? Maybe that's a goal. Maybe, Maybe that's that the actual goal. goal. But I will. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Chad and Robin who took us to dinner. It took us out to dinner in Seattle at a place called Radiator Whiskey. Uh, the chef there is a fan. What's going on, bro? Thank I you. I ate the pig's eyeballs. You did. And the thing was is that it was after three. It was after three very thick whiskey cocktails. I, I'm gonna. I have to push back a little bit before we start this show. It seems to me like you are blaming the booze a little bit too much for your nasty no. foodie activities. No, I, I was you interested. Eat that eyeball if you were totally sober. I just should have ate it. I should have ate it up top when it was hot. Yeah. Because then we <laughs> ate it at the end of the meal. It's like we've been eating nothing but boar face meat, right? I'm eating all this face meat. It's fucking absolutely delicious. I, I did no not, one by the way. It. No one ate it at the table. No. no one ate it. They gave us tongs, and I'm just digging to its head, right? <laughs> Getting all the fucking chunks out of the sides of its cheekbones. And I ate its smile. Yes, which you is did. fucking awesome. But then Very he, joker but, of you. He left the eyeball sticking on a spoon, <sighs> sticking out of its fucking skull, right? And in the beginning, it actually looked kind of juicy, and I should have eaten it. But then when I fucking, <laughs> at the very end, I saw it, I was like, man, that's the saddest thing in the world. This pig got its fucking eyeballs plucked out. I'm not going to fucking eat it. And so I was you like, were also all right, promi- I'm going to do it. You were also promised a free shot. Uh, and which- we didn't get it, but because well, we'd already taken a bunch. Go. Yeah, because yeah, we yeah, but honestly, I fucking, I I stuck it in my mouth, not even thinking about it, because I thought it was gonna pop. We were talking about <laughs> this. I thought it was gonna like do some kind of burst. But to be honest, it was surprisingly solid, and Good. it sort of tastes like 
bubble yum if it was made out of pure pork fat. Like it is just a, a lump of pork fat, which so it's technically kind of good. No. Is but it? I don't think it was bad. I think it was bad for my blood. Well, I don't we, know if my blood was happy with it, but I got a rush because it's total domination. Well, welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging out with yeah. Henry uh, to continue that story. When Henry says he got a rush, he also means he had liquid shits for the following day. And I must say, whatever came out of your body, it expelled it with glee. Because it was really I heard bad. you go to the restroom, believe it or not, for those that are not entertainers, you think, oh, what a fancy life it must be in the green room. They send you <laughs> to the bowels of the building. And then the bathroom is just right there. So you shit on top of each other, basically. I heard the quickest yet largest shit ever come out of a man's body. It was it was like it was a, it was a torpedo <laughs> coming off of a naval <laughs> vessel. It was a submarine, rather. It was which could be a naval vessel. It was That's rock single, and roll, baby. That's the sound of rock and roll. You think and then it's you guitars. came out, but then you came out of the bathroom and said, I think I just shat pure fat. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's out of me. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God of me. But, you know, at the same time, it's the only way I know I'm living. Because, you know, I got a little bit of a little spicy going on. Unfortunately, it did. Do seem you want to clarify what that means? You're a little spicy, you disgusting it's a man. Fucking, it's a fucking hemorrhoid. Is this a good way to open our Christmas show? Like, is it, this is our Christmas show. This is Christmas conversation, to be honest. As far as I'm concerned. God damn it. You wouldn't want to yeah. believe it. Want to see my ankles? They're swollen. Here's your quarter. Why don't you massage my feet? Like, you know, it's just my my 15-year-old niece. Exactly. Um, you never do that. Never pay no, to don't have your do feet massage by your family. No. No, please. Well, but I just want to say thank you to Radiator Whiskey. It was yes. so fucking good. Uh, and truly. I'll I love pork meat and I can't wait to go back. All right. Well, truly, thank you so much. And to everyone that works at Radiator Radiator Whiskey, thank you for feeding the masses mm. of Seattle. And of course, thanks to everyone who came out to the most recent live shows. Y'all were just a delight. Speaking of the holidays, uh, presents, gifts, what mm. bigger gift is there than freedom? Freedom. OJ Simpson. Just oh. in time for Christmas. Just wow. in time for him to perhaps kill again. He's a completely free man as his yep. parole in Nevada has officially ended. The juice is truly, finally loose. Yes, indeed. And now he can finally really spend the, the, he can really devote the time to finding out who killed those two innocent people back in the day. He's going to find out who did it. Um, I bet you he's going to steal more memorabilia. He might. At some he point. Might. He might. Uh, he is, uh, you saw that video, that TikTok of the very lithe white woman with the low cut shirt at the bar yes. going like, the chance is it's this. Okay. It's okay. The chance is this. And then he came and he tried to do a full on mouth kisser. You know what I'm going to say about that though? It's also like, yes. Was he a little bit old school about like leaning in and be like, I get the kiss now. Don't film OJ. If you see OJ, don't put don't yourself engage. on camera with him. Don't engage because believe it or not, when he feels like someone loves him, it doesn't turn out great. You know what he'll do? He'll yeah. fucking stab you to the point where you're almost fucking decapitated. Stop acting like it's fucking cute unless you're really going to suck his dick. And then you then you become OJ's wife and you have to deal with it while everybody watches their watches wondering whether or not he's going to fucking murder you and the meddling waiter that you've decided to pull into the triangle. Absolutely. Malcolm LaVerge. He is Simpson's lawyer in Las Vegas. He says, Mr. Simpson is a completely free man now. So there Very you scary. go. But you know who's not? Juicy Smollett. Juicy. Juicy's going to jail for a bit of time in order to, because he faked a MAGA attack on him late at mm -hmm. night with his, I think, three gay lovers. 
The way they didn't appear. It was like they had some fun before all the things, oh, yeah. uh, before all the crazy improv everywhere went, uh, brought him. Uh, I just don't particularly know. understand why. I mean, it seemed like he was getting plenty of dick. He was working. I don't sure. really know why he wanted to do this except to try to try to get more attention. He's trying to be a part of the national conversation, uh, which he succeeded in. I guess. Uh, and and now he'll what get you to wish be, for. Unfortunately, but yeah, but now he is going to be in a lot of movies with people like the guy who played Hercules, Kevin Sorbo. Oh. He's going to be doing a lot of movies with Dean Kane. He's oh. going to be doing a lot of movies. You think with he's going to go the more conservative route, perhaps? I, I, it might be the only place <laughs> that he would get work is because it's where everybody who flees to go somewhere to go on cameras because like there are plenty of places that will put you on camera. So the sure. one thing that don't worry, Juicy, you can find work. But it's gonna. It might not be on premier network television anymore. You just might be the weatherman on OANN. Well, who knows? Or he. Gets and that's a, a good uh, neutral position to be the late night comedy host for one American. Was it one American news? Whatever the one fuck American it's called? news owned by AT and T, an absolute right wing psychotic network that is making our country dumber and worse off. It's kind of funny, and then they act like they're super liberal because they'll like post some like thing about like, everyone should celebrate Christmas, but then they created OAN. Isn't, Isn't that interesting? That nice? AT&T, it seems like course, they're all demonic. in the same boat in a way. Yes. It's almost like they have no team and they don't care about us. That's weird. Well, we'll keep you up to date on Jesse. He'll go do oh, some community and, theater and uh, who knows what happens with his life. And I, do, Josh I always believe, I, I yeah. truly always believe in redemption stories as well. So you're absolutely and truly the theater is there for him. The theater. Because he could be in Man of La Mancha. Sure. He could be in many things. Honestly, we'll see. He just better be a good singer. Uh, but also Josh Duggar. Got, yes. got this fucking week, which is really good news, especially if you are a fan of Someplace yeah. Underneath. They talked all Absolutely. about uh, the Duggar family and all of the various incestual and molest crimes that they have done and how they just keep not getting punished time and time again. And I honestly also want to point towards the fact that they had plenty of money because they had a TV deal. So allowed them to pay for a really, really good defense team. So what they did was they kept sliding out from underneath the the fucking fingers of the government. But now they're back. Now that he's going to be in jail, we'll see how long that lasts because they're huh? going to appeal. They're now they That's are now pressing charges. charges. He'll, be, he'll be gone. Oh, it's for twenty a years. While. He should yeah, he should be gone, gone for at least twenty years. Well, and the man then, is a uh, notorious pedophile. Of course, the show is nineteen kids and counting, or nineteen still on and TV. counting, which is uh, of course not good because he was counting uh, the ages of children. Or counting the number of children underage that he wanted to have sex with. The man was absolutely disgusting. And again, as as, uh, Henry said, he hid behind fame and Christianity. Yep. And of course, some oftentimes when people do that, as we see with Joel Osteen, uh, it means they're hiding something very nefarious. That Joel Osteen story is also something we have to get into at some point, too. Him hiding money in the walls. All of these crooked motherfuckers that come out. It's always them. It's always the ones that with the with the ties and the ventriloquist dummy hair coming out, acting like everything's all chill, like they are the sweetest, nicest people in the world. They're the ones who are always sucking little kids' dicks and Whoa. hiding money in walls like they're the fucking pedophile mafia. And then we all and then we're the bad ones. Yes. Me who eats pig eyeballs. Me. Well, who like who talks about getting his fucking asshole eaten out? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so yes, check out Spun. And then when it comes to uh, uh, employee rights, we talk a lot about what happened recently with Amazon and a candle factory uh, on Abelian's Top Hat this week. You're going to want to listen to that. It gets uh, it, we got a lot of changes to make, but that is more serious than what we're about to talk it about. Is. Technically, um, this is 
we want to kind of be a little bit light. And this is a Christmas story that involves raccoons. And I do also <laughs> want to plug Travis Irvine. He has killer raccoons. Check out that movie. It's a really fun movie. And it shows that you can do anything you want on a budget and, uh, and make yes. it still a solid piece of art. So a woman, 70 years young, she was hanging up Christmas lights, which also call, call someone to help you. Don't yeah, die well, making, don't die with putting up Christmas lights. It's not fun. Natalie's grandma is one of those women that is like, she's in her seventies living in Michigan and she does everything on her fucking own. She like fell and broke her leg and crawled like out of her house to a phone. And then she's like, you're going to want to come get me. I fell and hurt my leg. And they just Jeez. went and got her. Like she's intense, you know? So there are, I understand a hard scrabble. 71 year old one. I, and I do as well. And certain amount of activity keep you young, but other activity makes you compromised when it comes especially, to a possible raccoon attack. Especially in a war against street pandas. Yes. According to, uh, this is Donna Sanguinario. Sanguinario? She is a Massachusetts resident. She thought, yep. so she was hanging up the Christmas lights and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, the ah. raccoon attacks. And she said, I thought ah. it was going to die. In oh, this story, I fucking love this. So the seven-year-old woman. This, I mean, this, you can just see all of this happening. And then there's something about, see, I love raccoons, but I respect the raccoon. It's scary. Like I am truly like, if I see them, I like their little hands. I like the way they eat. They're I like cute. That they, they take care of the trash. Sure. Great. But they but are clever. scary. They are clever. Yeah, they are clever and they will bite. They are not oh, yeah. friendly. They're not friendly necessarily. You have to kind of train them kind of like a Ben Kissel where this what? is something different. You got to feed them. You got to wash them. You got to bathe them. Thank you so much. Uh, but here's this. I love this <laughs> breakdown. I really thought I was going to die. All right. So the seven-year-old woman, she said the only the only warning she had before the attack was a strange noise coming from the street. I turned around to see what the noise was about. And I was staring at a huge raccoon about 10 feet away. Before I could do anything, it jumped at me. Worst nightmare of my life. Both me and the raccoon was screaming so loud. Like, just, ah, ah, ah. And as I was screaming for help, he fell off my arm, but jumped right back on me to continue to attack. Oh. So after somehow tumbling to the ground, I got him in a headlock and wouldn't let go. <laughs> as he was biting me, I could hear bones breaking in his neck. This so woman just, is almost hero of the week. She is such a badass bitch. There is something about like just seeing the 70 year old woman just in with the raccoon ha, in a headlock. Ha, the raccoon is still trying ha, to kill her. Like she must ha. have been like, I am still the greatest generation. Oh. Do not mess with me. Also, what a what would be the scariest thing? We talk about like uh, in Christmas Vacation, for example, there's a squirrel that jumps out of the tree, which is kind of funny. What it animal is. do you think is the scariest to just other than like a lion? Let's talk like little pest animals, like rodent animals, raccoon, squirrel. Um, what did you just jump out at you? Just jump Honestly, out at you. There was a couple ones. I know when we were in Berlin, they have those little like marmot looking things. Those weird little, I think they're called like the Merlins, Martins, they might be yes. called. And these things fucking, they are cute, but you could tell they could rip your fucking nose off, right? They mm -hmm. It's those would freak me out. Something like that. To be honest, squirrels seem to be nice for the most part, but yeah. I don't know what happens if you rile them up. I don't no, know I don't if they know. They jump and attack. And there's also something about their little teeth that must cause 
horrible infection. Well, that's the thing. So this woman, she said once the animal fell silent, which means she, she fucking, she did it like it. lethal weapon. She did the thing where she had to like, she got it a headlock while it was thrashing and shit until it fell silent like she was an assassin. Assassin. That's so so she went. Sweet. She went to the emergency room. She received a bunch of shots for rabies and tetanitis because, as Henry hit, as Henry said, raccoons, foxes, bats, and skunks are considered the primary carriers for raccoon or for rabies, rather. And I think now that I see the word skunks, I think it's scarier to get attacked by a skunk than it is a raccoon because the skunk, you know, they are a powerful creature. And I love. This is why evolution is so fun. The skunk has nothing. They don't really have that many teeth. They their they claws are kind of tiny. They just squirt and make you smell like shit. And they're like, that'll do for us. Thank you. Have, like you in the world seen... of BattleBot, like is, is you think about yes. human beings like battle or animals like BattleBots, like what a great defense. It's this one. But you know what the thing is about a skunk too? Have you ever seen it with its skunk when like the stinky glands taken out of it? No. Because people, some people t- have skunks as pets. Like they can raise them kind of like subtly. Really? I don't know how you train a skunk to be a pet. But you take the stink glands out of it, and you've ever seen it like freak out. I was watching some bullshit video on Instagram where I watched it go like, and it tried to do this the squirt without having the glands in it, where it just shows its butthole at you, like it's a little Jody Arias, and you're like, whoa, 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 and but you know nothing comes out. Because it ain't got no squirt. You know what? I disagree with taking the squirt away from it because, again, as I said, that's its defense. And if you are not taking care of your skunk, then you're going to get skunked. And that just goes with the territory. It's like if you have a dog and all of a sudden you're abusing it and it starts taking a shit in your clothes and stuff like that. I'm sorry. That is the dog's message to you. And if you're going to take away the, the, the skunk's words, then I don't think you're worthy of being its parent. See, I don't know. I do feel like I, if I was going to have the skunk in my house... I would de-skunk it because we have now decided you're not a skunk anymore. You're a cat. That's what we're doing. If you're going to have a skunk as a pet, you've made it a cat. It's not going to be, you're not here to preserve the wildness of the skunk. You want it to be in your house because you think it's cute because you've decided to manipulate this outdoor creature. To come into your home because it should be outdoors. It should be outdoors. It shouldn't be a pet. Like I know that you can treat it up to like, I feel like you could feed skunks. In your vicinity, sure. right? Go and feed them outside. You're going to encourage them to show up. You're going to create a bit of a skunk school dance outside <laughs> of your house. But then they'll be outside if you want to keep them normal. If not, that stinky balls, the stink balls got to come out of it. And then you can teach it to shit in the toilet. What about fragrance? What if you feed it things that make it stink actually fragrant? And now all of a Calvin sudden you have Klein. a- Calvin Klein. And now all of a sudden you have a moving, active, glade plug-in animal- that occasionally might get angry and make the entire room smell like roses. But the problem is you have somebody like Marcus who gets a singular granular molecule of col- of cologne in his nose and then he he his body freaks out. Is that right? It's like, yes. And I so I feel that. like there are some people that are like that too, where like that's a problem is that the skunk smell might be just as bad as being doused with the finest perfumiers. Huh. All right. Well, either way, congratulations uh, for surviving this the raccoon woman did it. And the nice thing is now she has something to talk about over Christmas. And oh, she yeah. can say, you wouldn't believe what happened. And I'll tell you one thing. If you are related, if you are family to this wonderful 70-year-old woman, again, her name is Donna, you better show up this year yep. because she killed a, a raccoon so that you could have Christmas lights to look at. So if you're even, even if you're long lost, even if you hated her as a mother, if you're you better show up this year. 
Yeah, even if she molested you, you better well, show up because she killed that skunk with her bare fucking hands. And, and you, you know what the other one is? go and high five her. Yeah. It was all in the name of Christmas. I, that's, this is what I'm saying about Christmas, <laughs> is it has an undercurrent of darkness oh, that yes, other holidays don't. Like, well, I, I think, do feel like, I feel like it's a lot of expectation during this time period. I feel like that's what it is. It's all of the, how happy all of the music is. What if you're not happy? Because I know many times I've had horrible time periods during Christmas. And mm -hmm. then you're like, I'm not happy. And you're just going, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Being like, how about we wish you a bloody Christmas? And I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to turn this fucking mall into a fucking bloodbath. And I don't know, because I actually have the, so anytime I hear overly positive music, maybe it's yes. my contrarian mind or my unbelievable ability for humor, I imagine the worst thing's happening. Always. Because it's oh, always yeah. going to happen to Oh, like, no, dude. We were in that hotel. Specifically, it was in that hotel we were just at in Spokane, the most Christmassy place I've ever seen. All I can imagine is all of these grandparents, not masked, all inside, gold slathering all over each other in front of a Christmas tree, and just imagining a van ripping through there. Like, that's how I imagine it. Busting through the open doors, and I go, like, doing donuts, everybody well, screaming. Well, it literally Presidents happened in going up this. So your, your imagination was actually just a news story we covered. Well, so we, we, I think you've lost the plot. I need help. <laughs> this is the thing. Everyone. I remember we also had a fan in Boise that said, like, you made me realize what intrusive thoughts were. And I was like, yeah, because it's like that. What do you do when it's all you have is a bunch of this dark imagery in the back of your fucking head? Well, you just kind of sit there and smile and nod and everyone <laughs> pretends like we're not constantly on the brink of a civil war or total chaos. Yeah. from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. 
as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada's already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow! I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, here, talk about this. I want to do this grisly story before we go into another fucked up, before we go into another innocent story. This is a fucked up story. This is like what we have. Um, we've had a lot of people send in information about the Missouri cannibals, the Missouri cannibals Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. how like that. There's a lot of shit going on there that is slowly going to get uncovered. I think this is another one of these types of stories, but it's like meth is so much fun in the fact that it. Adds variety to people's lives that wasn't there yeah. before. Like some people get into hobbies because it allows right. you to meet new people and engage uh-huh. in conversation outside of yourself. I think sure. meth does that as well, but well, in a bad way. Yeah. In a crooked funhouse mirror well, way. Yeah, because it's like one of the things about meth is they often say someone will clean their entire house. And it's like, oh, that that's good. But sort then of. somehow it's not because it's still covered in bloody handprints because you used the sponge that was going to cut open your hands. And then you just used nothing but Ajax. And then all yes. of a sudden your hand is bleeding. And then you're like, but it's still clean. Always. But it's like, yeah, nah. it's just you. Yeah, you literally could see the bones in your hands and you've right. been screaming the whole time. But you think you're singing. See, this is this is kind <laughs> of like that. So this was a a human head was found in the Bay Area, right? This was just a, it was a head that was completely stripped of flesh that had a wire attached to it, right? No one knew what it was. And it was found at this, it was outside of this abandoned house, which had become a squat house for a bunch of meth heads. And basically what they have discovered that it was the result of a man's homemade spike guillotine that he made to commit suicide and his buddy came and helped him remove the head and we'll get into this This is really interesting so so, uh, this was in santa rosa 
they they found this head uh, and the victim was identified or the man's head. I don't even know if you're suicide. I don't even know if it's a victim. It's that you chose this, right? Right, right. So Robert Anger, he's a homeowner in Henley Street. Uh, he had built this guillotine. It was a large metal spike, right? Okay. And then he, after committing suicide, apparently what it did was this is fucking wild. The spike came down and just fucking went through the back of his head. Oof. Right. And then his buddy, who is a man by the name of Robert Melvin Ross, the third, you know that he's guilty because of how many names he has. This is the third. Ooh, fancy. He, yes. Very fancy. He went ahead and finished beheading him. So he cut his head off, apparently using wire to wrap around his throat. He wrapped wire on his throat and, made he, it and constricted and constricted it until he got it. He worked it to the head. Did he learn that from watching the documentary Act of Killing? Do you recall when they were discussing how they would just guillotine people with the wire? That is, use with an axe. That's what an axe is for. The wire makes it so much more personal because it takes a while to do it. Maybe they didn't want to go to the store. Honestly, I feel like I might come to that. So the man that he was the one with the head and they have charged him, which is interesting. He pleaded no contest, which is a felony charge of possession of a memento of human remains, which I actually didn't know was a crime. I know know that it is a crime to have a legal human remains, but I didn't know that's what he would call it. Something like that. And what I love is immediately the, the DA of Sonoma County said, there's a lot of methamphetamine use involved in the story. <laughs> so the woman found the, where the this all started. A woman had found the head while she was working in her brother's garden. And they arrived at the scene. They found the skull. It had scrape marks on it and a wire attached to it. So it's all Jesus. fucked up. So the last time this dude who this head belonged to was seen was in, this was in two years ago, on July 2nd, 2019. He'd showed up at the home of a neighbor saying, man, I think I'm fucked up, man. I'm fucked up. He had bleeding from his head. He's bleeding from the back of his head and i guess that's where he was treated and he was released he was 62 years old wait so do you think that he was did he try to guillotine guillotine yes. himself before it was like yes. i failed what a loser i am oh i'll get the nerve one day again and then two years later and try he try 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 again he actually did do it didn't he, he? did it no this is about the american spirit you know what this really reminds me of is amelia Earhart. in what sense this the entrepreneurial pioneer spirit of America. <laughs> and he, this is what it's all about. And so what happened was, is that it's a 20 foot tall guillotine they found. Right? So this thing was tall. fucking big, which is also like fucked up to think that you could fuck up with it once and then want to go back and do it again. That really yeah. shows that you are, I, I don't know if it is the meth. It might be the meth. It that might does be this. the meth. Uh, so then he vanished, right? The guy, it was happened. This guy hadn't been seen from again. But apparently what he did was that he told all of his meth buddies, I'm going to fucking off myself with the guillotine. They were like, fuck yeah, Rob. That's the fucking best shit I've ever heard. What a fun idea, sure. Y'all can have my house. And so the guys just then took over the house and started playing. He started partying in there where they also left his rotting corpse on the inside in a chair so they put his headless corpse in a chair okay uh, and they just partied around it you know at least you know weekends at bernie's at least he had a head the cult leader love love wins or whatever at least she was fully attached there's something more obviously again 
there's a lot of meth in this story, but at some point, like you're methed out and you like look over and you're like, that's right, there's a torso with legs and arms over there and, and there's missing the head. I mean, do you just, do you put a bowl on it and that's where you dip your chips with guac? What uh, do you, I mean, I just feel like it would metal. ruin the party for me. I don't know. I think that if you're on a lot of methamphetamine, like let's say you arrive there because I think it's probably complicated because maybe you're there to purchase methamphetamine, right? Sure. Maybe you showed up because I don't know, I, to be honest, if it's anything like buying weed, because I've never purchased meth, right? Buying weed back get, in the day. You get it for free. I guess, mm-hmm, right? Sure. But, but back at how back in the day, how you used to just get weed was that you used to have to meet somebody that can then introduce you to somebody else, right? Or like that one time I had a guy in a full like crazy like gold turban hand me a business card in LA, in New York that he said, just call this number. And I did. And then a black car pulled up. I had to get in the back seat of the car, give him the money as we drove around the block. And then he threw weed at me the back seat and then i got up and left so that's one way i got it's just a lot of work to do something that should be legal for everyone but yeah yeah of course so back so i imagine for meth which is not anywhere near as close to the federal legalization journey as weed is right um you probably have to go to a lot of questionable places and you roll up and you Mm -hmm. just in my mind if i did it if i'm here to buy meth and i'm trying to go back to my job of being a a, a republican senator or if i'm trying to go back to being a teacher or a truck driver what it would do then is if i saw a headless corpse in there i'd be like that's got to be a mannequin well just trying to to act like it's not because also i imagine most meth, meth houses smell the same well, I, I would assume there's a lot of uh, smell of defecation, urine, and a whole series of uh, whatever smiles smell like. Well, food um, rot, food rot, food probably rot, that sure. kind of stuff. Like, who knows? Because, like, maybe I'm wrong. Side stories, LPOTL, at or again, it tell could me be, where. The, tell me the classiest place you've bought math. It could be the single cleanest place, town, in the entire village. And also, it could That's be one saying. of those where it's like they're constantly repainting the outside of the house. They could, Who could knows? be very fancy. So yeah, apparently, true. Robert Enger, what he did was he placed himself under the contraption. Oh, he yeah, manipulated dude. it. He was killed. And then of while course, his boys were watching. While his boys were watching. So again, I, I just, you know, I don't. If I'm there, I just don't it's think I lot. would let him go through it. But it is a lot. And I'm going to assume as a. Gonna, I'm going to trust the sheriff on this one that there was just a lot of crystal meth. Well, speaking of, I am. It had to have been. I mean, yeah, because I, again, that's what allows you to ignore the present circumstances, which is why you're doing meth in the first place, right? You're doing yeah. it because you're trying to add some flavor. It's like very like it's like adding the picante. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Uh, speaking of stinky things, goodwill. Mm. You know, it's not goodwill towards men, sure, but goodwill yeah. is also a store, and everyone who's ever been to college uh, has shopped at Goodwill, and anyone. Oh, who, right, we I all do. Goodwill. I, I, I still shop advocate. at Goodwill. You always got to thrift. Thrift is actually a really good way. It's you can good get some of your best shirts. It is good, and you can get some great clothes there. Unfortunately, it's hard for me to find my sizes because my people. We never die. You never okay. die. Or when you do die, they just bury you in whatever clothes are left, and then they burn the evidence. <laughs> This is according to Go Eerie. Pooping problem. State police mm. seek to ID source of sh- defecation at Summit Township Goodwill. So this He's person, rough, dude. you guys get the story. This dude's walking in to the Summit County Goodwill. He's just taking a dump. And then he's leaving. 
And it wasn't the first time that this has happened. Apparently, this dude, he's a mystery pooper. He's going all around this town. He's now on Pennsylvania's Crime Stopper. The wow. uh, Crime Stoppers, they have no idea who this guy is. The latest incident of... I love that they use the term unauthorized defecation as if, uh, yes. if one of them, <laughs> as if the manager was like, you better shit. And then it would be like authorized shit. It's just weird how cops have to write crimes down. Like, cause they have right. to come up with a way to, to, to classify it. You know what I mean? Like, and so this idea that it's just like, I love unauthorized defecation. Yeah. Normally you get a pass. You could. Yeah. If you're a child, perhaps. Um, so it was two 30 in the afternoon. Which again seems like a this is doesn't seem like a daytime activity, but that's why this person is indeed a mystery pooper. That's when I shit. I guess so. Guy walks in, he goes to the back where all the employees have their area, takes a dump by the row of cabinets, and then he just walks out. I just don't understand. Of all the places that need fucking revenge done against them, what it's not goodwill. Like that should have been done at an Apple store. That should have been done at a Nordstrom. I I could not. If it's going to happen, if if it has to happen to save the human race, then yes, do it at the Apple store. Please, God. Yes. Uh, The man's Duke was found just a couple minutes after he left, and it was behind a shovel. And then he returned to the store. And he, pretended he pooped behind a shovel. He pooped <laughs> behind a shovel, or maybe he put the shovel there, and then he came oh. back to the store. And I think he just wanted to see all of the employees be like, "Hey, wow, dude, wait, hold on, wow, just, wow, just poop in the back." And he's just looking at cups. I think that he might have either been. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Maybe a little bit mentally handicapped. I don't know. Maybe no, I he could disagree. have been sick. He could have been sick. And then oh, he went wow. to go poop behind the shovel. I'm not, I'm not, def- I'm de- trying to defend this man. I'm pl- all right. I'm the defense. I'm You're the defense. The defense. Right? Maybe he was sick and he needed to poop somewhere. So he did, he did it. And then he looked around. Oh, what do I do? Oh, I don't want to put the stuffed animal on top of it. Right. Cause he could have done that. He could have put he a bunch of baby have. clothes on top of it, but sure. instead he did use a shovel to stop it. And then did he come back with a change of outfit? No, did he put a I mustache just, on and a hat? No, I don't. I think he just went and realized as he was going to defecate, perhaps he passed a couple of great deals because, I mean, mm. Goodwill has some great deals. Yes. And uh, said, well, I, oh, man, I should have bought that before I shot in the employee lockers. I shouldn't lockers, be just but, using this as a public bathroom. I should be using this as a store. Yeah, well, state troopers have said, um, quote, this man has committed this act several times in the past and has yet to be identified um, I don't know how it's that hard to identify him. Is there truly like, isn't there DNA in Dookie or is that going to clog up the, uh, maybe that clogs up the system a little too much to, to, uh, to, be, to be like, we need to, we need to take this to forensics. But at some point, when does this escalate into just he might have murder? had a, this is one of those things what COVID-19 has done, right? Is that, which is like, oh, kind of freaks me out still. Like I'm still not used to groups of masked people, right? Like it still kind of freaks me out. Of course. But this idea of like, to it. But that's where the mask helps. Oh, that's a good that's point. That's where the so mask helps. You popped so it on. So you think he obeyed? That's, that's the funniest thing when people are doing something like actively illegal, but they obey like very bizarre abstract Social law. laws, yeah. Social law. So you think he was masked up, went in there, took the dump, came back and went shopping. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> another COVID yes. casualty. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. 
Um, police have said that they don't even know what he would be charged with, but at some point, don't you? I mean, I, there has to be some law that he's breaking. And for those out there in this area, he has a vehicle resembling, they say, a green Ford 500. So fix or repair daily. And which I saw, there is actually a big Ford recall too. So maybe he could have been mad about that. How many people live in this town? Someone has to find it. Someone knows this man. So if you're out oh, there, Oh yes, please. he has a family. He has a family. He's someone's son. He's someone's brother. Um, and mostly I, I'm not worried about catching him. I, we can't catch him. All right. You and don't want down this man to caught. It, it's one poop. You know what I mean? We all, I think we should poops in one store. They say he's doing this all over town. Mm, he this might is, need to be stopped. Yeah. When does it? Well, when does it stop? When does it escalate to the point? You know, when again, it stops is when he does it at the fucking civil hall or when he does it at city hall. That's when it fucking stops because that's when it gets on the government's fucking dime. Uh, good Lord. All right. Well, anyway. Unfortunately, I do careful. believe he should be stopped. Yeah. Be careful where you step. And where you're buying your shovels, because you never know when someone's fucking pile of shit is on it. Oh and also, when you come goodness. down to it, at least you know the at least uh well, I could use the shovel for something. Yes, indeed. Um, there is I, there is a lot of UFO news that I plan to cover after the break, and this is a little bit of a. Also, remember we have a break next week. It's the for the pagan uh, winter solstice that we're breaking or for Christmas or whatever yes. you're celebrating and Hanukkah so, or whatever and that is celebrating to give, this time with time with sure. family and it gives us you know again it's going to give our employees time to spend time with their loved ones such as whiskey and and marijuana Isn't but you and nice? I are going to actually be working pretty much the entire time but sure. this uh this story is really interesting there's a lot of UFO news this is one of those that I love who knows? Because we covered that weird cube on the moon story last week. That was there cool, a, man. It's really, really cool. There is a big investigation going on right now. The Vice actually wrote a really interesting article about the UAP phenomena connected to people getting diseases, which is what I talk about a little bit in our stage show. But this idea that the U.S. government is monitoring the fact that they think that the UFO phenomena makes people physically sick. And they and say they're trying to- that's kind of tied to, into uh, some of the conversation about Havana, Synd uh, Havana, about Havana syndrome and stuff like that as it well. It might, it might. Could be, yes. It could be. And they, they, basically what they're saying is, is that like, oh, we are researching it because we, we want to make sure we can help as many people as possible. But the real goal here is to figure out how to weaponize the sickness that these things give people so that we could figure out how to do it to uh, the Chinese and the Russians. Biological uh, warfare, uh, which yep, is exceptionally but, real in the war of the future. Oh, it is definitely going to happen more and more. Uh, but what we will see here is a, there's an interesting story. This comes from NASA. NASA, which is also, they did a big info dump recently where they have acknowledged the search for the source of UAPs, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But NASA, they had this like big like, dump of of private files but they're all redacted right right of but, course and nasa has basically said within their own within their own institution never a straight answer they don't even really take the uap thing seriously at all this is them talking amongst themselves but they're trying to figure out a way to ride the coattails of the ufo story so they could find ways to make more money We'll for them to funding. do space research. Yeah, because yeah. they are doing the kind space exploration, not like what Space Force is going to do is try to figure out how to blow up people from space. Well, absolutely. The space war is happening right now. We're in a cold space war. So that'll be extremely interesting. And we'll follow that more. Obviously, As it's an ongoing conversation. And uh, uh, it, is, it is just amazing stuff happening. 
This is a really cool piece. If you just look it up, NASA has found uh, NASA footage appears to show UFO that has crashed on Mars. Yeah. And what it is, is like this a man by the name of Jean Ward. Whoa, yeah. He's a YouTuber. He's on the oh, forefront. And he has got a ufologist body, which means he is shaped like Winnie the Pooh without the friends. Aww. Now, he was going through footage taken by the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter. Mm-hmm. He discovered this, like, weird thing. This is at the bottom of what is called the Kander Chasma, which is a large canyon in the Mars Valles Marineris. That's cool. Valles Marineris system? Sure. It sounds like the Valley of Marineris. Send me it there. I love be. a red sauce plate. Heller. All right. And he said it's the planet's equivalent of the Grand Canyon. Uh, it's apparently, it's huh. actually apparently considered the largest known canyon in the solar system. Wow. Besides there you go. fucking. And so they've discovered someone's some... pussy. Choose someone's pussy. Um, let's go with, uh, well, let's just, we'll go with Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes, so then fuck no one yes. will yell at me. Fuck yeah. You also see that picture of her fucking, she, she's stacked. She's got big old boobies. Right Very next fantastic. to standing next to Steve Jobs' wife, that picture. Great um, analysis. Yep. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so they found wreckage. Is that correct? It, yes. It looks like someone took the scoop out of the top of the peanut butter. It does. Like, no, it's, it's really interesting. It is this long strip of like, Fucking basically, it's a streak. It looks like someone gouged out a chunk of the canyon, and at the very bottom of it, you see what is, to be honest, a perfect saucer shape. It is a perfect disc that is embedded inside of the planet. Now, there's a they are saying, you know, obviously, kind of like what they talked about with the cube on the moon, this must be some form of natural formation that we are, we are, the machine is saying it's a disc, or they say it might be space trash, but whatever it is. It's a pretty intense collision with the planet Mars, and it was nice to watch this kind of guy go through it. And I don't, uh, I don't know what else is on his channel, so I'm not going to endorse <laughs> his channel. Uh, but I will yeah, say, yeah, that could, ufology uh, or ufology, uh, it can sometimes get uh, when they get too in the weeds. Sometimes politically, they can uh, blame where everything they, on Jewish people for some yeah, reason. They, some uh, reason. Somehow some they reason. circle it back and they're like, I, uh, oh. uh, how did we get here? But the, this the, this uh, object crash on Mars is very fascinating. It's very woo woo. It's good imagery to fucking smoke a bowl to and think about, man. Because who fucking knows? I still believe there are a lot of people who talk about how Mars might have been habitable and mm-hmm. who knows what was on that planet when get it your was. Ass to Mars. Get your and ass then, to Mars. Who fucking knows? Maybe if you went and looked this thing up, maybe this thing is thousands upon thousands of years old. Who knows? Because maybe there has been some kind of gigantic wipeout event that like made a bunch of previous intelligent creatures within our solar system extinct. Who knows? Certainly not. Certainly not a idea out of the realm of possibility if we look at what happened just here on Earth. NASA does fully subscribe to the idea that they do believe that they will find worms on Europa, which is the one of uh, Saturn's moons. So they will find that underneath they, they it's an ice of there's an iced over yeah. ocean on Europa that they think might have creatures in it. Cool. Because they've, they've read oh, it's the same thing, which is really funny. It's got fart bubbles. Oh, methane. that's how that seems to be the first sign of all life is their farts. Well, speaking it's their of, waste products. Absolutely. Well, speaking of farts, waste product and. And shit, let's talk wrestling. This story is really interesting. And I say that because we covered, well, I don't think we did cover New Jack, 
But New Jack got in trouble. He was a wrestler with ECW, ECW, ECW. And he got in trouble for stabbing this guy named Mass Transit. It was just a young kid, and he went way overboard. And they were thinking about pressing charges. Mass Transit said, I'm not going to press charges uh, because New Jack is going to train me how to be a wrestler. New Jack said, great, you're not going to press charges. And then <laughs> New Jack just left and skipped town because he's a total scumbag. When does a professional wrestling, um, I'll just call it a routine, when does a match become a crime? And that is an interesting question because, of course, it's performance art. It's violent by nature. Oh, yes. And sometimes the question is, when are you going too far? This wrestler, his name is Hannibal. He violently stabbed this ref with an iron spike. And mm. then after that, he choked the ref out. Now, he says, his name is uh, Nicholson. He says that the ref was there to bleed, and they made an agreement that the ref was going to get color, So the ref, but, which means, you know, yes. bleed. Now, but doesn't that normally, isn't that under their direction? Like, aren't yes, they supposed usually, to be the ones who cut themselves? Yes, it's exceptionally rare that a wrestler cuts another wrestler. It is always on 99% of the time. They'll have it in, like, their, you know, little tape on their finger, little razor blade. They dab themselves in their forehead. That's where you get the good gush. But you're not really caught. It's superficial damage. In this video, however, you see this ref, and he is uh, either a great actor or truly in pain. But this dude, Nicholson, says, "I what happened was this referee was supposed to bleed from razor blade cuts. I assume he actually cut himself with a razor blade. He gave me no indication, uh, and you people watch the footage, zero indication to me in the ring that he wasn't just selling and was except, legitimately hurt. Now, however, Except for all of the fucking screaming. The man <laughs> looks like he's in serious pain. And then if you look at the wounds after the fact, he fucking stabbed this man in the skull with an and iron the, spike several and the, times. And the way you're supposed to do that, obviously, is you hold it in your hand and you're supposed to hit the guy with kind of the fat of your on the bottom of your yes. hand. It's not supposed yes. to actually hit the skull. It. Exactly. Yeah. You're supposed to act, for example. He says, uh, this is the wrestler. He says, if he told me he was going to get if he was getting hurt, I would have stopped. Uh, he claims he apologized to the referee and says the ref told him uh, we're cool. Um, however, if you look at the footage, I don't know if the ref and he are cool. No, and I'm not I sure don't if think this they dude are. Ever needs to wrestle again? And I say that because out of wrestler safety, if you, who would ever trust working with this man, similar to New Jack, where it's like the blurring the lines between fake and real and obviously i love some hardcore wrestling but of even course yeah i like Terry watching them bleed i sure. like that idea because they don't really you feel the tension it's really and intense especially guys who know what they're doing and of course 120 percent into it and aew like they're they're bringing black they're bringing back blood uh, there was an audience member who mentioned Britt baker she bleeds all the time she's a dentist character she's really cool john moxley omega all those guys you can use blood to tell a story. Look no further yes. than Stone Cold Steve Austin when he had the flip with Bret Hart, that iconic image with the blood flowing down from his face. If he's not, if he's not bleeding, that image is it's pretty cool. It's kind but of the bl blood gives it something really powerful, you know? Which shows how much he cares. It shows how deep it goes. Like there's something about it that's very interesting. But this man, he stabbed him and then he choked him till he was totally fucking unconscious. And then he yes. stepped over his unconscious body and continued wrestling other refs that I guess yes. didn't know. Also, I guess that he was supposed to bleed they're all supposed to be in on it but isn't he yes. like his character is supposed to be super evil right yes but his emphasis on the term character right yes. and we There's talked thing, about marilyn this. manson all sure. these guys they, every single time somebody falls in love with themselves as a fucking evil person well, and we even were, though like your name's brian warner 
Exactly. When we, we were discussing Marilyn Manson on the drive, and it's like, yeah, talk about someone who lost sight of who he really was. You're, yeah, you're Brian Warner. And as a matter of fact, Marcus mentioned Iggy Pop. Apparently, he was going off stage, and he was still pretending to be Iggy, and then it almost killed him. So then he realized when he's off stage, he's, I believe, Jim. He has to be addressed Just, as he, Jim. Yes, because... Iggy Pop can't live. Iggy Pop is the same thing with Alice Cooper. Alice, you don't guillotine people. Alice Cooper just goes golfing. Yes, Alice Cooper is just a normal six-year-old man. Yes, indeed. Probably uh, voting for some crazy things, but that's okay. Yes, I mean, who knows? I don't um, know what he does. With. The, the ref, Lando Del Toro, there's images of him in the hospital, and they are freaking brutal. You can see the wounds. So yes. I, they had to th- staple him shut. They had to staple his wound shut. Um, they said the ref is recovering at home, still a bit fuzzy and in pain. Yeah, lots of pain. But he says, I'll live. Thank you all for your outpouring of support. That poor fucker. Poor guy. I feel so bad. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, Devin Nicholson. That's the uh, that's the wrestler there. Devin Nicholson. He has 300,000 people on his on his YouTube page. And uh, again, wrestling is a beautiful sport. I absolutely love it. It is, it, don't it be is stupid. a sport and an art. Exactly. So like the two together, and I think that's important. I think that when it comes to art is that especially in the, I mean, I was a younger man. You always kind of want to be more extreme with your art. Like you think that you want to like wield it like a hammer and sure. you want to, you want to like make a difference. You want to like fucking rile people up. You want to do this kind of shit. But when it comes down to it, you also have to find a sustainable way of doing it within your craft. Like you have to be, you got to be the cannibal and you got to be 110% the cannibal and you got to be believable as the cannibal. But also when it comes down to it, you still got to go back to the locker room with these guys. Yep. You still got to go travel and work with all of these guys. And it gets to a point where, you know, like Watane, we talk about that band all the time. They cover oh, everybody yeah. in fucking bl- and blood and shit. But then I was getting emails from people who <laughs> also talk about how they're the chillest guys in the world. And they're the ones going to be like, Sorry, we got blood on all your stuff. It's kind of our thing. But you know what I mean? Like, there's the break. They allow themselves to break character enough to, like, say, like, obviously this is our bet. Yes, absolutely. You You have to. And uh, we're doing both. We're trying to to make the audience transcend themselves. You have to maintain perspective. You have to maintain perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Live from your grave. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Well, speaking of people who got lost in their own bullshit, this is just kind of a funny side quest with the Alec Baldwin story, which obviously, again, immensely sad. I have no empathy for him. I, I just my, all of my empathy goes to the poor victim who did yeah, not and deserve I do, to I, die on that set. I do feel bad for him, but I also feel like he shouldn't have done that stupid interview that he did where he tried to th- say he, he did the I did not he, inhale. Well, he thing I don't he feel bad like, for him because he tried to blame everybody else. Other t- Taking yes. responsibility is a lost art on this country, probably because it's yes. so litigious. But Hilaria Baldwin, again, a woman who how you say cucumber. She's I a liar. Say, hey, you know, Alec, he told me he told me he no shoot me believe right and henry makes that impression because that's her impression that she was doing on a morning of show herself yes. she, she tried oh anyway that's hol- the character she plays that's her character in love. yes she's a lifestyle coach which means uh 
She does nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and she, does nothing. she said that she knew that her and Alec were not going to stay together. Talk about pouring gasoline on the fire. She's not standing by her man, to say the least. No, she is. She thinks, though, this was done in jest. She thought that this story was funny. Alec Baldwin fucking shushed her while she was in labor. I don't think she did because he was she on says, the phone. She said, when my husband told me to shush during labor, I knew our marriage was over. Alec shushed me while I was in labor with Rafa. He was on the phone. Shush, can you keep it down? And then she says, that moment he said it, I realized he sounded like an ass and he and he cowered. So I think yeah. this is not. She says, I spare, the de- I spare you the details of my reaction for now, she said, but it never happened again. And then she ended by adding yeah. a devil smile emoji. I think she hates him. I, I, this is technically more page seven territory, but the reason why we cover it is just because technically Alec Baldwin's now a murderer. So like, we'll find <laughs> well, out how no, this plays technically out. Technically he is, no, he's a, he's, I think you're a killer. He's an accessory no. to murder. He's an yeah. accessory to murder. Uh, but then what's it's puts uh, Hilaria at the very end. She also said something about being like, Donald, no, I'm sorry. That's my Melania. I'm mixing yeah. them up. Oh wow. Don't do I'm that. Them, yeah. No way. Alec, he told me, Alec was going through very much PTSD right now, but it wasn't from the shooting. It was something from a long time ago, which is also very funny. That's horrible. horrible. So you're not even, it's not even from the shooting. <sighs> but this is page seven. We'll let them take yes, it from the, here. We'll let page seven, Jackie, MJ, the crew, um, they will take that. So anyway. Yes. Um, all right. Well, are we let's almost? Do, let's, let's do Hero of the Week. Let's do Hero of the Week. So this week's hero, man, I love this story. I, I like this because this is way this is way more in our wheelhouse. It's when we get more sincere that I feel weird. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. You know? Yes, indeed. Uh, a mischievous cow. He escaped from a Brazilian slaughterhouse. So good for you. You get to live. Like back in the day with what we used to do with prisoners who escaped, they got to go. They got to, yeah. They <laughs> get to, yeah, back in the day. This needs to live, like, and I will take yes. care of this cow. If I'm in Brazil... I'd be like, that cow's coming with me. So it evaded its death. And then it said, you know what? I got a second, I got a second chance at life. I'm going to the amusement park, to the water park. He went on the slide and thankfully, well, it was only designed to hold 450 pounds, which obviously that's not going to make no. in America. You're going to have nope. a lot of deaths on your hand. Okay, buddy. Oh, yeah. Especially got a whole family on there gripping onto each other. The animal, he seemed happy and it had some freedom and it went on for 500 miles. Wow. Uh, it went to Rio de Janeiro where the ranch owner adopted it and named it Tobogo. Toboga? Which is slide in Portuguese. That's so it was really saved cute. and good work, that's cow. So you made that's, it. That's so funny. And it's and cute and the cow had so much fun. And um, yeah, I don't know. Why not? So you're just hero of the week. And it just goes to show you, when your back's against the wall, take action. You got to go. Shoot the gap. Shoot the gap. Shoot the fucking gap. You know what I mean? You got to get out of there. Get the fucking, get out of there. You know what's a good way to shoot shoot the gap? You know, Sweden created those suicide pods. I saw the suicide pod. What? interesting. I, you know, I believe you have the right to die in this world, but I looked at the suicide pod. How the hell is that easier than shooting yourself in the freaking dome? It's so much nicer, apparently, which you do is- you get in the you get in the capsule. I read it, and it's you get it lowers the amount of oxygen in the room, so you actually don't feel like. But the way they do it, you go into hypoxia, I believe it's called. Yes, where they add like nitrogen or something. They to add the nitrogen air, and they get rid of the oxygen. But it takes ten effing minutes, and there's but an you, eject button. Yes, yeah, you can leave so, it anytime. But what is? 
I just, it shows if you really want to. If you really want to go, if you are sick and you're riddled with cancer, instead of dying, no, I'm, into I, becoming a husk on a bed while your family all just sits and watches you become a human fucking paperweight. I know. You can go into this thing that can make you, you, you get giddy. You start to fall like you laugh and stuff, and then you get the D, you get the DMT fucking yeah. full, like the the you trip out, and then okay. you just go to sleep and you don't wake up. People have the uh, people have the right to die with dignity, however they choose. I and just it keeps asking like, you if you want to continue. Well, that's you know that's you know when you see an infomercial and you're like, I don't need help putting on my socks. I yes. can just do this. I feel like this is a product. Do we need it? People Some have been people, committing suicide since people. I just feel like we figured out how to do it. Well, you just don't want a middleman in there. I don't That's need. That's what you're a, talking I don't about. You want a, a company making money off of this. <laughs> it's true. I mean that I understand. That is not, that but is the I just, truth. I don't but know. It's still, also like how structured if you're such such a structured person that you're like I'm going to commit suicide today and then you Google what company should I hire? Man, are you are you really going to commit suicide? That is the center of the the argument for euthanasia because some people want the freedom to say I want to die, but I don't want to have to blow my brains out because it might be traumatizing to my family when they find me the oh fuck when they yeah. find you defecate in your pants, they're all covered in your own piss and shit, your brains are splatter fucking everywhere, and then you write like a nice note on Hallmark paper being like thanks for the memories, <laughs> like you just ruin their lives because you have to they have to find your body, they got to do all this kind of shit, or like at least that it's like. Bye, Uncle Dave. And they're all like, they go like, oh, let's say goodbye to it. And then they, the worst part is coming to get you. And I don't know who comes and gets you. I well, don't know if that's, that's the sanitation thing. I don't know if that's like who comes and scoops you out of the machine. The, it better be covered in the cost of whatever it is. It I remember be. when my grandfather passed away in hospice. It was something similar. You just kind of go there and we said our goodbyes. And then I think he died like two minutes after I left the room. Um, so, yes, I get it. It's just. I, maybe, it's a lot. maybe I'm just too independent. So I say, if you're going to kill yourself, I just don't need it. I just don't need any it's help. True. I got I it. Mean, I get it. This is I the one understand. thing I can do. Anyway, go oh, here on, we go. go on. The cow is the hero of the week, Tabaga. Here we go. Now, this is really interesting. We got a couple of, we got great emails over the last couple of days. Uh, one thing it seemed to be is everyone talking about, you remember the big poop with the nurse who was surprised? The most, huge, yeah. That huge dump. Most people are saying they believe that it came from a post-opioid constipation oh, you know what i did the sad i don't know where my i don't know what this says about my brain i said thank god i thought you were gonna say it was fake but yeah, i guess I it would have been better if it was so I so guess. that was somebody who was doing opioids so compacted compacted They're compacted so compacted and how many do they say how many weeks worth of shit that is you saw that thing it looked like two la taquiera fucking burritos <sighs> lined up you ever been to the la taquiera in the mission district in san francisco Ooh, no it's good okay. they big so nice. yeah, it was about that big, probably about eight pounds of Duke. But then also I did the thing yesterday. I had a fucking, in Portland, beautiful Portland, I went and I had, we had a scale in the uh, bathroom and I did the good old fashioned, take a dump and then weigh yourself, take a oh. dump and then weigh yourself. And, and I, had a, I had a three pounder. Okay. So maybe that was a 10 pounder, 15 pounder then. I don't know, but all I know is fishermen lie. <laughs> So here we go. Other so here's from the bomb squad. People asking. We got a lot of good mentions. But people talk about from the bomb squad about what happens if you have a piece of artillery stuck up your ass. Who gets called? Who takes care of it? Okay. So I we guess got this two is different answers. Thing then. Okay. All right. So all right. 
Now, I can't speak for civilian police departments, Bomb Squad, but I know exactly how the military would take care of a live mortar round up a man's ass. Long story short, to ensure the round doesn't detonate while trying to extract it, the EOD, the military bomb squad, would most likely strap the man down to something so he can't move, transport him to a facility where they then have to cut the man away from the bomb. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, How do you cut a man away from the bomb that's inside of his asshole? Basically, he says that you would have to, this, no, and this is how he put it, they can't pull the bomb away from the man. It's safer for the man and the people working on him to handle the munition as little as possible. So they're going to have to gape this dude's asshole oh, beyond anything he's mama. ever thought possible. <laughs> yes, he did say his farts will never make a sound again. Um, and then they would pull it out. Okay. So yes, that's one answer from the bomb squad. Okay. The other answer from the bomb squad is also, because it also had a lot of people saying they pretty are certain that it would be the leader to do it, right? So here we go. All right. Now, let me just start by saying I'm not an EOD technician, but I was attached to an army EOD company as intelligence support when it did contracting in Afghanistan. And I learned a lot about how they do things and explosives. First, a little about mortars. Mortars have two parts, the main body with the high explosives and a fuse that screws onto the top with more sensitive explosives that cause it to blow when it impacts after firing. Oftentimes, when insurgents get these shells, they remove the fuse. They will then pack the nose where the fuse was with their own homemade explosive and a detonator hooked to a switch of their choice. So instead of it detonating mm. when fired from a mortar tube, they can set it off with the cell phone, anti-tamper switch, or any number of switches they rig to it, Right, right. Because the EOD doesn't know if this guy is a suicide bomber, a Trojan horse, or just a pervert with a mortar up his ass, they would first have to verify that there isn't an active switch in the device that could be set off. There are a variety of ways that they could do this, but I won't share them because because render safe procedures are kept secret so as not to endanger future EOD techs. Maybe flip How, his ding dong up and down a little bit to see if sure, that Sure, yeah, you'd be like, yeah. see what happens if it rustles around. Sure. However, once it is verified there is no switch, they could probably have the medical team pull out the mortar since there is a very low chance it would, ex- it would explode with that it would explode without the fuse. I will they say that's then- still a high enough chance. Yes. No matter what. <laughs> oh, yes. They would then take the mortar and transport it somewhere safe. So if the bomb squad did indeed have to go in themselves, it would have to be the team leader. A team technically has a team leader and two lower ranking members who are getting experience to become team leaders themselves eventually. It's just nice so, to see, unlike all the Amazon warehouses and candle factory warehouses that uh, force their employees to stay in those buildings and die, it's nice to see a leader actually taking have to do the initiative shit. and have to do the thing that sucks. It's like every oh, yeah. single nurse will tell you that and I, anyone who goes to the doctor knows the nurse does everything. And nurse then the doctor's so like, shit. yeah. And then they leave. And you're like, thank, thank you. Yeah. The doctor just comes in, feels your testicles and say, are these are kind of small. <laughs> that happened to That's you anyway. Yes. Yes. So here we go. <laughs> this is the last <laughs> question I'll do. Cause these are just questions. We have actually, re- we have a really good emails this time, but I'm going to save some for when we come back from break. Great. Um, which is one week. We'll be back the week after fucking Christmas. Uh, but this is about melting corpses. Okay. Now, they say, we ask first, where do, what happens? Do your eyes melt first when you die? And mm-hmm. they say, it's definitely not your eyeballs. Oh. I'm a former mortician, and I also used to work at the whole body donation program in my state. Cool. Externally, your genitals go first. Oh. Men's tend to be grosser, grosser and meltier. 
They also tend to get something called hydrocele if they died at old age. Hydrocele or hydrocele, hydrocele is when fluid accumulates around the testicles. The extra fluid plus the general level of bacteria in that area means the junk basically starts melting as soon as a guy dies and sometimes before. Women's genitals also start <laughs> oh, melting, but it's less noticeable, giving the lack of external surface area. Right. Now, normally the lower right quadrant of the abdomen goes first, the spot where the dookie hangs out. Typically, okay. this is where dead first dead people first visibly start to turn green, and it spreads from that spot. Long story short, anywhere where there's a lot of bacteria melts first. Okay. My husband takes out eyes and corneas for a living, and he said there is always trauma regardless of whether it happens pre- or post-mortem, but more so if it happens before. So it's pretty hard to get a whole eyeball out of a socket. It takes some doing. They don't melt oh. or fall out. Hmm. I didn't, that's interesting. I mean, I guess now you have eyeball experience yourself. And so I guess you can uh, attest to them being a little bit stronger than perhaps we thought. Oh yeah. And this is another one. This is also about, and this one last one's about large poops. Now I used to be scared of my own poops as a kid, right? Mm. Cause, uh, they, this person suffers from the constipation side of IBS. Oh. So I used to be scared of my own poops when I was a kid because they were so large from being constipated. Oh. I'd lay down turds the thickness of my own arm often. Oh I think that's God. cool. I mean, it sounds like it must have felt great. Like, yes. it out. Basically, the poops would compact, and the IBS prevents your guts from absorbing waters into it. So, and the IBS oh. prevents your guts from absorbing water into it. And they form into these huge poops. So oh. when I was 11, I didn't poop for a few weeks, maybe close to three. A few weeks? It was bad, and it wouldn't come out. So I was taken to a hospital where it was confirmed that I did not have that I did not have a dangerous bowel blockage. They basically gave me the stuff they give to colonis to coloscopy. Col uh, oh my goodness! Oh my fucking uh, god! Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy patients. Yes. Jesus Christ! We're gonna better better get used to saying it, Kissel, because you need one five years. I know. I'm supposed to. Uh, I don't want to. You should do it. it. You got to do up. it. Leave me alone. Where you mix it into a large amount of water and guzzle it. So eventually I pooped out the hugest turd I've ever pooped. And oh God, it was so big. It was like a foot and a half long and wider oh, than a soda can. It can definitely, definitely not supposed to come out of a kid. So it's really interesting. So who knows? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> the specialist at the hospital told me the more huge turds you retain, the more, the more it stretches out your bowels. So you basically make bigger and bigger turds. So let's well, have fun. Good. I mean, I have a bunch of ghost stories and fun encrypted stuff that I'll say for in the new year because that's when you deserve it. Right now, this is about how Christmas makes us all feel. Right. So, like for me, you got to live with the fact that Christmas, yeah, it does makes me, it does make me feel with anxiety. And sure. as a Satanist, I don't, I'm not it's a blaming the holiday. I am blaming it's more of a family thing, but that's okay. Absolutely. And I am way more. What I like to do is I love the idea of the pagan winter solstice. And that's where I like to try to formulate it in my, my mind, right? Sure. This is the winter solstice. It's about gathering around with friends, enjoying some of the harvest that you have saved for the dark times ahead, knowing that there's even darker times ahead because Great. January, February, March suck. They always suck everywhere you're, you are if you're not in beautiful SoCal. Sure, or this in, is fun. You know, yes. something, you know what I mean? Or any other place that's beautiful. Or yeah, any other place. can be beautiful as well. It's sure, for some people. Yeah, sure. And that's why you gotta laugh sometimes and know for a fact that you just make other people, oh, fuck. How do you laugh about it? How yeah, do how laugh do you laugh? Christmas? I'm actually interested to hear this because you have- Get hammered. You laugh when you get hammered and then you, you forget. You get really hammered and you enjoy- 
Do you enjoy the what's fun about Christmas for me? Maybe seeing you could, your friends, yep. seeing your family. You technically have a week off from everybody asking you for work. Absolutely. So at least that's nice in America specifically. It's like everybody goes to sleep. People stop going to work for the most part for about two weeks. So at least that's nice. Even if you are like us working throughout the entire holiday. You can, you can laugh when your father passes and he wills you his favorite pack of cigarettes. That's fun. Thank you. That's funny. The yes. idea, like what I hope my dad does, which I would do when I die, eventually just leave a bunch of fun scatological things deep within <laughs> what everyone's going to have to go through. You're like, why did dad have this? Why did he have this? So you're going to you know put like mean, your debit card and a bunch of shit and be like, that's your debit card. But you think, okay, yep. that's very passive aggressive, yeah. but okay. Okay. But also, cause I feel like I'm not trying to yuck the yum that people have this year. Cause I understand some people like Christmas, sure. and I, but I do feel like there's a lot of people like me. They find this Christmas, find this holiday to be somewhat overwhelming. Absolutely, it is. And if you are overwhelmed out there, hang in there. It'll be all right. Have a good time. Yes. And uh, yes, the wizard, so that desert wizard is probably not real, but Santa is. Sure. And you better be good. You know I mean? Because that you... pervert's been watching you shit and masturbate your whole fucking life. Well, okay. Whatever you want to believe, just have fun with it and don't push your beliefs on others. If you're having a Christmas, Merry Christmas and any other holiday that you might be. Holidaying, over whatever, us. man, whatever. Even you if you're just celebrating, not having to go to fucking work, which hopefully well, you don't have to. Please um, God. But we want to announce. Speaking of not going to work, we want to put our listeners to fucking work. So really? last podcast in the left, we are. This is incredible. We got a new comic book coming out in spring. It's done by the guys over at Z Two. They know what the fuck that they're doing. It's yes, called Last do. Comic Book on the Left. And what we have here is a bit of a contest. If you <gasps> go to z2comics.com slash lcbotl which is stands for last comic book on the left that's for terms and conditions mm -hmm. this is really really interesting that's cool do you draw do you like money do you want to be a part of last comic book on the left we want to we want you to invite <laughs> you to participate in this contest the rules are simple you submit a fully drawn 10 page comic at 400 dpi which you'll do we have the, the actual specifics on the website right one lucky winner will get their story in the first issue of Last Comic Book on the Left, and we will give you $3,500. Now, to enter, you have to tag your art with hashtag LCBOTL and send your submission to LCBOTL at Z2Comics.com. That is the letter Z and the number two, comics.com. By February 10th. So if you want to do an illustration, certain ones will be chosen as well for a $300 prize in addition. So you just go to z2comics.com slash LCBOTL and give us your bullshit, impress awesome. us, make some money. Hell yeah, that is fantastic. And uh, even if, yeah, whatever, just do, and you're do also, the art for fun. We have some good-ass comic book artists that listen to this. What's nice about this is that Z2 is connected to some of the best fucking talent in the fucking comic book world. Mm -hmm. They are really good people to know. So this is the type of place yeah. where it's like, man, come on. Let's see hopefully, what we got. Let's see what you got, can, motherfuckers. Yeah, hopefully it, be, it can be a bridge for more work because God knows being an artist, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Uh, I don't think people know how hard it is so that no one pays. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. And again, have a wonderful holiday. 
Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Eat a bunch of food. Have a good time. Do don't, your shit. Do you do what you got to do that? Get just, out just there. Smile. Don't kill your family. I don't think kill the your big family. Time of year because I think yes. families get fucking wholesale massacred every Christmas. Just well, remember, we're um, some people might be tight on money. This shouldn't be about fucking presents. That's the thing oh, I hate most about this fucking bullshit. Is that it's not about what you can give. It's about spending time. Absolutely. If you can. That or fucking don't spend thing. time with the fucking people you sure. hate. Don't spend time with people you hate. Spend time with people you like. There you go. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And thank you so much for supporting us this past year. And uh, yeah, we just really appreciate you. Really Hail do. yourselves. Hail, sweet Satan. Now that's going to be a most magus And we're going to see you in Birmingham this week. Can't yeah. wait to be there. We're going to see you in Orleans. Can't wait. I'm going to have some shrimp. Yeah, you're going to fucking have some shrimp, you sassy woman. <laughs> How's it? All right. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs>